This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, everyone. I'm Devin Simone. And I'm Tori Deal, and this is MTV's official challenge podcast. Woo woo! The love edition. Oh, wow. <laughs> this episode, so many things. <laughs> we get to see a different side of Tori. Well, no. The side we've seen, but we're seeing it again. You know. <laughs> Um, a lot happened in this episode and things I feel like are really starting to heat mm-hmm. up, right? Like, totally. yeah. tell us a little bit about, we had the dailies, we had the voting, right? I mean, yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was jam packed and like, we really get to see the Survivor Alliance start to crumble, which I thoroughly enjoyed as much as I love them all, you know, like it's, it's nice to watch a big Alliance crumble, but it starts off with this insane competition. We do the speed jumps challenge. First, we have a bunch of math on a trampoline, which everybody was absolutely tragic at, except for Sebastian. So it's going to be good to hear from him to understand how he did so well on that. But Fessy absolutely took the cake for jumping on the trampolines on the truck. Crushed it. And thankfully, I was able to win my second daily challenge. So I was really happy about that. But the deliberation didn't go over too smoothly because obviously Fessy had the people he wanted to throw in. I had the people I wanted to throw in. Eventually, it left Cassidy and Chris up to be nominated. But the hopper selected Sebastian to go in. Hmm. I It's just a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. You know, I think like watching it back, I'm like, yikes, man. But we can get into that more when he gets on the show. (laughs) I'm curious about exactly who apart you want to say yikes about. But where do you and Sebastian stand now? Absolutely just friends. Okay. We couldn't be more just friends. We are friends. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. like, listen, after the show had ended, him and I and a bunch of us had stayed in Croatia so, mm-hmm. you know, we had a little moment out in Croatia on like a little boat. It was a really nice time. Mm-hmm. But coming home, I think I just kind of remembered like I didn't go there for a relationship and I wanted to mm-hmm. focus on my kids book, which I mentioned in the show. Ooh, so yes, I was shifting back to my career goals. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we will hear from the man himself to see if he agrees with that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, account or not (laughs) also it was so funny hearing fessy give commentary about your situation with sebastian just given the history with fess but he was very respectful and responsible like it was it was it's great it's also great seeing where you and michelle are in this place because again for the challengers i mean i know you already know but y'all know there was some kind of love triangle yeah quadruplex duplex hyphenate thing going on at a certain point between all those people so it's interesting and lovely to see the mature road yeah that you all are taking or have been taking i think that is just fun to watch but also just makes it that much more 
ironic when it all of that goes down. Let's get into the gold stars and the timeouts. I do want to give an honorable mention to TJ's what looked to be a faux suede jacket that he wore at the elimination. And then he had a butter yellow like polo top underneath. Now, I feel like it would have been better suited with the butter yellow turtleneck, but mm. I like the jacket. But the thing that really stood out to me, mm. Tori, you were matching TJ at that elimination I because was. you had on a gray jacket mm -hmm. and a yellow top. Now, did you all coordinate? Did you talk to TJ stylist? How did you manage to come up with that unusual combo <laughs> and wear it at the same time? You know what? It actually started the week prior when Johnny and I matched when we won the daily yes. challenge. And so I wanted to match Fessy, but he said no. So I hit up TJ mm. and I was, no, I'm just kidding. Fessy, <laughs> Fessy and I were never going to match each other. I was actually wearing Sebastian's hoodie. I knew or had a feeling he was probably going to end up getting a lot of balls. So I was like, you know mm. what? I'll wear it as good luck. Hopefully. Yeah. Interesting. I Isn't know. that fortuitous? And uh, shout out to Chelsea Homa who comments or DMs me about TJ's wardrobe as well. <laughs> yeah. She's eyeing it. Chelsea, I know that you've probably <laughs> clocked that. Um, Bosway jacket that TJ was wearing. And I didn't ask you last week too before we get into it, Tori, but why, how and why did you have a faux brown leather jacket that matched banana's leather yeah. jacket to match last week? Like where did that even come from? We actually used other people's outfits to make that work because bananas oh. didn't own that. So the sweater I have on is Michelle's, I believe. The jacket okay. was mine. Fessy gave his sweater to Bananas, and I mm. don't know whose brown jacket that was. So we kind of worked together to make that happen, which is ironic how la last week in the episode, Fessy said that we did some shady shit by matching. It was like some petty. He helped make it happen. He helped make it happen. Yeah. I'm like, you fucking, you shady motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's just starting drama. Yeah. I love that. But I he, love that. He was not starting drama in, in, that, in that confessional. I did appreciate the way he said it. And I do agree that when you're on a show, it's like, you know, listen, there's many hours of the day where you're just sitting there. You don't have a phone. You don't have a book. You're literally making puzzles out of paper and you're mm -hmm. doing math problems for fun. Like things are at a low, you know, you're not feeling yeah. great. Okay. <laughs> you're at your lowest point and therefore you connect with other people <laughs> you, at the challenge you house. You do. Basically like, what you're saying. Just to like keep your mind from staring at the wall. I mean, you can only meditate so many times. Like. Right. Before right. you just absolutely get tired of your own brain. So yeah. I, I appreciated the way he he approached that interview. But also, like, listen, let's just give him the gold star, too. Because I think okay. that he absolutely crushed the challenge. Like, everybody thought that maybe they had a chance of winning. You know, Josh mm -hmm. getting five flags, Sebastian getting nine. And then Fess comes out and pulls a whopping 18 out of nowhere. Like, yeah. doubled the score. Like, yeah. he, we got to put some respect on his name. Absolutely. I mean, he is a pro. Yeah. Though, right. Slam ball. He's a pro. Shout out to Fessy for being a pro at that. But I have to agree with you. Fessy gets the gold star this week for just how he's behaving over all this season. It's also interesting seeing how he went into negotiations or deliberations with you versus the ride or die season, because in ride or dies, we saw him kind of strong arm his partner when it came to things like deliberation a lot. And it became kind of a controversy even towards the end. And it seemed to even like fracture their friendship. And so seeing the way he approached it much more carefully with you is just an interesting dynamic yeah. um, this season. And I'd have to say, I agree. I think he gets my gold star as well for the week and how he handled everything. Who gets your time out 
this week. Sebastian. <laughs> wait, not the man who, well, I'm not going to reveal the secret. You guys are going to find out. Uh, no. But wait, why does he get your time out? I just think that like the way he went about trying to throw Corey in, like it was just, yeah. it just felt like very freshman to me. You know, like, mm, mm-hmm. like it was just, it. I just, I felt like, you know, you wanted more from him strategically mm-hmm. or, you know what? It could go to Chris. Honestly, Chris had a whole spiral. Like Chris is mine. Chris is definitely mine because Chris, it was a, it was a hot ass mess. Like one, I feel like in this game, you can't wait until you back yourself into a corner. You need to operate in the way of a Michaela, which also shout out to Michaela, yeah. honorable mention for gold star. And just the way she's making moves. I feel like she's going to be a real She's already showing to be a force, but I just, as the numbers get smaller, I feel like she's really going to make waves coming yeah. up. That's just my hunch. Um, but you can't wait till the end because then everyone sees what you're doing. And then at that point, I feel like either just own the moves, like don't try and be shady. There's no coverage there. And so Chris being messy and, and look, I, I don't want to go into elimination. I've never been excited to go down there. All right. I've never, although if you recall, I did volunteer the one time I ever went, I told my teammates I would go and I stuck to my word. Um, Good job. But him being kind of, can I say the B, being a little B word about it? Like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go down. I don't want to go down. Like, dude, you're on the wrong game. Go, what? No, like you found yourself here. I feel like he would have had more allies and earned more respect Mm -hmm. if he would have been like, if he would have pulled a Tyler. Now, granted, he wasn't fighting for the love of anyone like Tyler was, Mm -hmm. but Tyler went down when he had those evil people of Tori and Bananas voting him (laughs) in like that. Tyler went down with such dignity, especially because he wanted to protect his woman. And that was just so honorable and admirable and Mm -hmm. I feel like even people who maybe weren't huge Tyler fans I feel like him coming out of that how can you not have some respect for him Mm -hmm. whereas Chris did the complete opposite now baby Margot is cute shout out to baby Margot Mm -hmm. also shout out to Marie Rhoda who just had her baby girl named Mm -hmm. Margot as well welcome to the challenge fan baby Margot uh and congrats Marie but um Chris just looked like a little softy over yeah. there whining about not wanting to go in. I mean, I think that it was like the buildup of him understanding all of his conversations, personal conversations are getting exposed. And right. like, it's not only not wanting to go in, it's realizing that if you go in and come back, who knows what the road ahead holds because right. you've put yourself in such a, com- a comparable spot that, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, I feel for Chris on this one. I do. But also, he put himself there, and it's going to be interesting to watch him dig himself out of it. It is going to be very interesting to watch himself dig himself out. And I know he sound like a broken record, but I think this goes back to, and even what Sebastian tells us about his strategy in this upcoming interview, to the difference in gameplay of Survivor, Big Brother, and The Challenge. The Challenge is a place that when you're back into against, against a wall, yeah. You either have to be real sly. I mean, like real, real sly to the point that people are still scratching their heads years later because they don't know what you did. Or you have to just own it. You have like you just have to say, hey, like Banana said a couple weeks ago, I stab you in the front, not in the back kind Mm -hmm. of vibe. Whereas when you start doing the slimy stuff, it's just it never works. It doesn't work. And then also now it puts more targets on you. Yeah. And if you ever want to come back and play again in the future, this is right. People are going to remember that you were slimy. It's not like maybe if you, if you played big brother survivor, maybe you play it twice. Maybe, 
you know? And right. that's if you're one of the greatest of all times. Like, there's right. plenty of people who come back for multiple seasons of The Challenge and, like... Who are terrible. You're, you're no, never... <laughs> you're never playing... Like, you have to play the short game and the long game. And honestly, right. I think that's what makes Challenge Vets, like, Bananas and Wes and laurels and anisa like everybody else that you've been that that you've had to play for so long and you've had to screw over people for so long yeah. and still yeah. you can make it to the end like it's yeah. it's it's there's something to be said about that so i think chris is getting his first taste of like okay wait a minute like the mm-hmm. first elimination he went into he got pulled off the hopper this one he got sent directly in so mm-hmm. i just think he's you know it's going to be interesting watching him play yeah it definitely is. Well, something else that's going to be interesting for you guys. Oh, we had get the popcorn, get a big gulp or whatever drink is sponsoring this podcast, an extra large one. Sit down and tune in because we have Tori's lover of the season, Sebastian uh, from Survivor. He is here with us. We ask y'all know. We get into all the questions, keeping it real for you all. We put Tori in the extra spicy. I'm talking... The Takis combined with Hot Cheetos, Hot Seat, and ask all the questions about the relationship. Um, it gets, well, just slide in my DMs after you listen to the interview and tell me what you, what you think. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Tori probably won't respond to you if you slide into hers after this interview, but I, I, w- I will. So, uh, yeah, to go get a snack and stay right here because you're not going to want to miss this interview with Sebastian coming up right after this. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. The time has come, friends, to welcome a very special guest to our podcast. Um, Some might describe him as the heartthrob of the season, and by some, I mean my (laughs) co-host, Tori Deal. Please welcome Sebastian. Hey, Sebastian. What up, everyone? How's it going? Good. Good. So glad to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. It's an honor. Finally, I get to do one of these cool things, man. I've been waiting. I, I've been telling Aww. Tori we need to have you on, and she's been like, oh, I don't know. I'm kidding. She didn't say that. No, she I haven't. Don't. <laughs> I don't yeah, schedule she probably did. She probably did. No, I want to no, just do like a little co-triple host or something. I'll pop on, you know, say a few things and leave. Listen, this is your episode. This is your time to shine, okay? <laughs> Unfortunately, it has to be on the episode of your elimination, which I'm sure for you was uh, hard to watch. But before we even get into that, let's just like talk about this season in itself because yeah. you were riding with Survivor strong. Mm-hmm. And Oof. this is the first time in the season where, you know, Survivor player goes home 
What did you feel like the dynamic was between Big Brother and the Survivor cast members like coming into this season? I mean, coming from me, I only did one show, Survivor, right? That's all I know. You guys have done this for 10 plus seasons now. So it's props to you guys, but that's all I know. Survivor, we just do this thing where we run with, we run with like strong alliances. That's how I got to the end when I played my season. And I think I just uh, had that mentality. Of course, I wanted to branch out, met you, met, you know, got closer to Wes and all the Vets Fest and even Corey. And it was just like, you know, so convenient convenient for me to go with what I knew. But we'll see. It was fun, though. Um, definitely, a, definitely a wall. Yeah, yeah. When you went on this show, Sebastian, what would you have said were the yeah. odds of you getting into a showman's? Like, God, I think... Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Continue. No, no, I want to know. Yes, but people want to know. <laughs> I think it's just me. I don't know what drives me to want to be with someone. It's just, I want to care for somebody at all times. Um, I like I like to give. I like to love and it's inside of me. If you put me on a goddamn island for a month and a half, I'm going to find someone, whether it's a freaking mermaid or an actual human. So He's, um, he's making love with mermaids, people. You heard it here first. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're going to find them in the abyss of the ocean's depths. Um, but yeah, I found one each time I played a game and I love the, uh, the experience. Wow, of he found one each time he played so, a game. So I was just, I was the fling of the season. You were. Totally. Did we win? I think we win. And she even said she was a hard claim to crack at first. She was, you had to put her on the steamer. You had to you know, cook her a little bit. Please do us a favor and never, ever refer. Please don't ever refer to as a clam. I'm so sorry. Not a clam. I can't say a clam. I'm but that's what so I called her all year long. Okay. She was just hard to open. And finally, she did. And she smiled. She had a pearl so you in gave there. gave her one oh, margarita. Or two, I hate all of this. Three margaritas. I hate all yeah. of this. This is so cringe. So many margaritas. I so cringe. So many Okay, we'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll take you guys off the hot seat for a second. We, obviously, we've got to tease you a little <laughs> and sorry. review a little because we got to keep it honest for the challenge fam that is listening. I wouldn't be doing my job uh, if I wasn't. But another serious but not serious question for you, Sebastian. So, and we'll get yeah. to it. But when you saw the elimination, you sort of referenced like, oh, it's like a TikTok challenge. What was your preparation in going into the challenge and how much of that preparation involved watching TikTok videos to get prepared? <laughs> Zero, because I have a TikTok account. I just don't watch it ever. And I just, I've seen them on Instagram, whatever. Um, but my ex's brother used to film stuff like that. So that's how I knew about him. He used to try and make me do them in the house and stuff. And it was fun, you know, like Thanksgiving lineup, ping pong cups all around the house. And actually on my Survivor season, I won a daily uh, that was very similar to this this style of, of challenge. And the guy that engineered it said he got it off of TikTok. So, yeah, it's kind of my, that was my mental. I thought I had it in the bag. It, it was yeah. my kind of thing. It sounded like you found, you felt pretty confident going into that elimination. Overall for the season, did you feel confident going into this house? Did you feel like a fish out of water? What was your vibe when you walked into the challenge house for the very first time? Yeah, I mean, it had been five fucking years since I played you know the game so it was definitely different just came out of a relationship myself so had to get the game the mind back in the game took a while not gonna lie you know the interview stuff's uh it just clicked after about a week but it felt good right as i was getting you know closer to the end i was really getting comfortable you know two three weeks in felt like at home yeah yeah. yeah. I mean, it is hard. It's like to come into a challenge house and then like, obviously you had the survivor team on lock. And the cool thing about the way the survivor alliance moved is like, you had some like 
obvious brains of the operation yeah. which were like the Desis, the Michaelas, like the Chanel's, like the, the women really took the lead of the survivor Alliance. And like, <laughs> you kind of had the ability to like float for a while right. behind them and work with them. It wasn't until this episode where you're like, okay, I'm going to finally play Let's strategy. Let's fucking do it, baby. <laughs> Let's throw Corey. Let's, Let's go big. Well, okay. Next. Well, that was the problem. Like when I was on survivor, I didn't win because I allowed these big threats and these big guys, big voices to go to the end and take, you know, con control of the game from there. But that was kind of a driving thing. Like, let's start thinking bigger. But also those girls, we had five big, beautiful, strong, <laughs> I just said it again. Powerful clams. They like powerful <laughs> clams, baby. Okay, we're going to cut the clams. But um, <laughs> no, they just, they know what they're doing. And it's nice to have them yeah. in front of me. So I can kind of float and enjoy the game. So was that the strategy? Totally. Were you kind of shielding yourself behind powerful women all season up until this point? <laughs> Maybe. No, it just happened by chance. <laughs> they put five girls, plus I started to like one a lot. on Another girl. So that's six girls I can kind of... You liked um, one a lot or you loved one? Because I clocked well, and I love I you love, at the I end. I love her personality. I love mm. everything about her. But I like you in a romantic magical way. Don't walk it back now. TJ romantic. heard it. I, I know he did. I had know you he did, told but... Tori you loved her, because you brought it up, I wasn't going to bring it up yet. Had you told Tori you loved her at any other point throughout the season prior to when you said it? Probably when we were drunk a thousand times, but um, <laughs> in real life, no. Not, not during the day, during coffee or anything in the morning. But yeah. Yeah. Tori, how did no, you feel? I... Listen, it was a lot. Like, I had a, Sebastian and I had a rule. I was not cute or friendly until after 7 p.m. Yep. because Every it day. was too fucking early for the shit. He was trying to be cute to me. I was like, Sebastian, no, okay. no, I, I, I was, I was here for a game, you know, I'm like as old. much as people think like, yeah. you know, I was, I was very much there and very much focused on the game. And Sebastian was just an added bonus. Like, you know, you hear Fessy comment about it. Like it is nice to have somebody to confide it in is. the challenge house. And we did, we grew, we, we grew close and like we had a lovely time, but I definitely put parameters on the hours of being mushy because yeah. I was like, hell fucking no, she, she was good. I had my clock set for 645. I said, okay, 15 more minutes. And we get my favorite Tori. <laughs> she was not a morning person. Door. I had to get her coffee to get her going, <laughs> you know, get massager, a little, a little lubrication, but that's oh, all. Oh God. Oh, not like oh. that. Like, wow. I, I wish Mom, you if you're listening, go ahead and turn it off now. Just turn off. Sorry. And, and um, not like off. that, like to get the day going, a little fuel, yeah. you know? Oh, you gave her some yeah. fuel. But um, yeah, I had, had to wait. <laughs> I had to wait till the evening. So because disclaimer, Sebastian and I never had sex on the show. I want everyone to know that. <laughs> Sebastian, <laughs> is that true? It is, but we um, didn't leave the country before it did happen. Oh. So wow. Oh. Well, he had to, why would you even tell people that? <laughs> You're what? the one that said it first. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to play it cool. Then you just like open the shit up. Like you damn. know what we say about this <laughs> podcast, Sebastian. Our motto, our newly adopted motto is don't overthink. <laughs> just overshare and you are doing just that my friend and we appreciate you i mean can, is there any ability to like cut a scene out or, no or we just roll the whole okay. thing don't overthink just oh, nobody told me that overthink yeah. sebastian no overthink. don't overthink both it's, time. <laughs> it's time to start over okay, okay. Gonna... sebastian did you leave tori Sorry. any love letters and then we'll get back to talking about the game and then we'll come back mm. to this yeah. did you leave any notes because there's 
you know, in the challenge, people have been known to leave like T-shirts that smells like like them yeah. or love notes. Tori, go ahead and turn off your camera. Don't be giving evil eye, stink eye to Sebastian to try and get him not to answer. I can stuff. still see you. Uh, He's trying to say something over there. Did you leave something for Tori when you left the house? Of course I did. Why would I not? I really liked her. Where'd you so, leave her? Um, just a little note, uh, um, a little love note. Yeah. Tori, do you still have yeah. that note, or did you add it to the collection, or did you throw? You kept no. it in your sacred it's, box. It's here somewhere. It's around the house. Mm. Um, listen, the other thing that that I think is really hilarious that Sebastian tried to leave me. <laughs> what? So as Sebastian, we give each other a hug goodbye. Oh my god! He walks god. off the arena. I he runs so up to me, pops down. He starts digging in his pocket. Now to give a past. You know, I'm not sure if anybody remembers, but I was proposed to in yes. the elimination stand yeah. by Jordan. So immediately I see Sebastian coming up to me, reaching in his pocket, and I have PTSD. I'm like, what is about, what is he about to pull out? <clears throat> TJ even goes, not again. Did no. he actually say that? No way. <laughs> yeah. No fucking way. TJ says that out oh loud. My God. TJ goes, not again. I'm mortified. Okay, and then but Sebastian tell them why it was the sweetest okay. thing. Okay, yeah. And then Sebastian pulls out this tiny little heart-shaped rock so there was a sweet moment he was trying to give me a heart-shaped rock we had been collecting them all season his mom does that and i thought it was a really cute thing so he gave me a rock at the end but it was almost as if he was proposing to me and that's why you kind of see him if you rewind you kind of see him running off from right in front of me from the stands i didn't yeah. even think about that that was just natural reaction me i had to go give you the rock and I'm sorry, Tor, but all in oh, good I love. Forgive you. All in good I love. I forgive you. I oh, forgive he's you. using that L word again. See? God damn it. We're going <laughs> to. I'm a lover. I love everything. I love everybody. Don't try okay. and clean it up now, Seabass. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about this game, you guys. Um, so, what do you guys think about Michaela calling? Because Michaela seemed to clock Chris early in this episode around his kind of what seemed to be shady or shysty moves. What was your reaction to that, Sebastian? Say the question again. Sorry, I was spacing out. Not you still thinking about Tori. Oh, Tori, are we going to have you <laughs> turn the camera? Look, he was, he sent you a heart-shaped rock, but he really wanted it to be a rock made of something else. Now, um, <laughs> like a real diamond rock for those mine better. Yeah, we okay. got it. Sebastian. What were your thoughts about Michaela calling out Chris early in this? Like before, so we obviously see Chris start to get shady, right? But of early course. in the episode, Michaela already is sensing it. What are your thoughts about that? And did you start to sense early on that maybe Chris was a little shady? Oh my God. Well, I knew him from Survivor. I knew how he did it. Of course, I want to be his best friend because he's my only guy from the yeah. show. But I think I knew that in the back of my mind. I was just waiting for it to play out, wait for it to see like in an action. But Michaela is so good at like figuring people out before they're even thinking of it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. So um, she was she would like come into my room, like pull me into a closet in the clothes and whisper <laughs> like exactly what she thought Chris was doing, what everyone. And she was right on everything. But she wow. would also like second guess herself. But usually she was uh, she was pretty spot on. Yeah, I think Michaela had a really good way of reading people. Mm -hmm. And I mean, listen, I I liked Chris because I think he was very friendly to me. And like, you know, if he's being friendly to you and, and you're not from his original alliance, you can only imagine how he's probably acting with other people. Mm -hmm. And also him saying like, you know, my top four guys in the game. Like, I'm not sure that that's exactly the way those <laughs> other guys felt about Chris. They did And so that's kind of, so. I th yeah, I think he kind of, he wanted to believe that that's what was happening. And so- 
I think that he kind of misread a lot of the relationships he was building. Like, I mean, listen, I, I think that ultimately he's having to deal with what he, what he, the, the you know, the mess he's made. So it's yeah. just, he's going to have to lay in his own bed. Yeah. Let's get into this daily. So TJ apparently likes math. I don't, I don't know why, but okay. Yeah. And so you guys are having to do, you know, jump a little bit of jumping, a little bit of math. Uh, tell us what was the secret sauce to solving that? Cause some people were real struggle busing. And by some people, I mean, a lot of people, everybody. Yeah. Except for yeah. Sebastian. Sebastian got it done yeah. first. Like how did yeah. you right do off that? the bat? I don't even know. Like we used to have a, tr- my neighbors had a trampoline every day. We we're jumping on the thing. Okay. So naturally a trampoline artist should have went to, uh, what's that shit called in the city walk. Cirque, Anyways, Cirque du Soleil. Soleil. Should have went to Cirque du Soleil. Um, but no, I just did it in sections. Like at simple math comes easy to me. I think me and Tori were working on flashcards, like fucking three weeks in advance for that. Yeah, Thank you we're... for that. Mm-hmm. Excellent. bet skill. That's kinky. Um, <laughs> yeah. So math was on the brain and, uh, that's key. Um, yeah, flashcards, but no math was on the brain and I did it in sections five, four, three, I just did the, the groups and it added up perfectly. So thank God. Cause I didn't want to go back. And then everyone's like, yo, Seb, Seb. What's the number? What the fuck's the number? Did I'm you like, tell anyone? No, stop. Who did you tell? Oh, I think my mind told Tori, maybe. Um, just she she read my mind. She knew the number. I may or may not have been looking at people's boards running past me. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that. But but to I be honest, I was wondering if people were doing that. Yeah, like, I mean, I listen, if people... production had made it very clear, like, after you got it wrong, you had to go back on there and jump. Like they were, they no told doubt, you. Yeah. And it was hard, yeah. really, really, really hard to jump on a trampoline and do math. And it's funny because, you know, they say they were, the trampolines were perfectly sized to us and they had called us out before the challenge. They had one of the crew members from the show come in and measure us all. And we were like, why like are with the measuring tape? Yeah, with measuring tape. And we all got pulled down to like where the production office was. And we had to stand with our arms up. And I'm like, we're getting measured. And like, you know, it's for something that's made for you. I'm like, is it better to act smaller or taller? Like, I'm, try- yeah. I'm trying to yeah. figure out, you know, like, of course, Tori already started. To cheat I'm like the game. trying to cheat the game. Yeah, yeah. But no, it didn't matter. You only had like a split second to see that board. It was, it was like really hard. so high. Yeah, yeah. It was hard. Yeah. It was really, really, really difficult. But um, the hardest part was definitely the trampolines on the truck like everybody was grunting on that thing like dude we both broke our backs literally i saw stars i like i saw stars for like 10 seconds yeah i don't even know how you felt well i was waiting to get airlifted out of there i didn't think i was gonna be able to walk <laughs> i mean we we're on a runway anyway so i was like where's already. my uber helicopter like what is happening right. yeah it was pretty brutal but uh ultimately like uh. fessy had it on lock but that's why he's a professional trampoline artist guy now yes yeah, bike ball he's yeah no pro- he just did slam ball slam ball. yeah yes yeah, slam ball i slam should ball. know we should know the name what we talked to which Sorry, was fessy. crazy and he's so good he was like the best one there dude he's yeah. so good i loved watching so you him. lost to a professional so that should make you feel better <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the dude got every single flag possible. So at least I got like more than everyone else. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. And you went early, which is impressive because like Fess said, there's always an advantage to going last because you can analyze everyone else's strategy and kind of figure out what to do, what not to do. And you went went early and yet you still crushed it. So that actually, (laughs) arguably is more impressive than it's kind of it's kind of impressive but we also (laughs) got to talk about this because go ahead tori sebastian because he came in first in the math he was able to pick which heat he went in for the flags Mm. and he put himself actually at fourth to be the 
what you went you went second guy right yeah i just wanted to see one of the guys go I don't know yeah. what that but strategy so, is about. So he put Fessy at the end, which gave Fessy Stupid. the ultimate advantage. So, Sebastian, that Stupid. point I just gave you, I'm taking it back. That was <laughs> not smart, sir. I was waiting for you to finish. And as I see Tori in the corner doing this, I cannot wait to talk. I knew yeah. it was coming. So, Well, it's all right. It happens. <laughs> yeah. you know. That's that's the difference between being a challenge vet and then somebody coming into the game. Like It's those tiny oh God, little yeah. things. Like If you have the opportunity to select an order... You have to like put yourself towards the end, even if that means you're waiting all day and it's annoying mm-hmm. to reset. There's six hours yeah. in between your turn, whatever. You have to do it because then you can count the score. And I have to give like specifically you and Johnny and everyone really that was a vet out there the highest praises because me personally coming in as a rookie to this game, I learned so much from them. And it was really, really cool to see how they like operated during these challenges and the way they thought throughout the house, their strategy, their mindset. It was really Really cool. I learned a lot from these guys, especially this girl. So Aww. thank you guys. It oh, was we really know you fun. learned a lot from your favorite <laughs> I will say it has been Stop. interesting watching uh, the vets this season and the way the game is structured. I feel as a viewer, it feels like the vets have had to be a little bit more open in their knowledge because it's been as Bananas shared, you know, a few weeks ago on the podcast sort of the currency to keep from being voted in or to make alliances with these other groups. But it's actually nice to see because I feel like there's a different kind of bond that we've seen form with rookies and vets this year versus other challenges where it's a lot of rookies, a lot of vets, and the vets really hold everything close to their chest and really kind of keep the rookies fully out. And I feel like there's been a different kind of integration here, which has just been, been nice. It wasn't uh, your mainstream challenge script, as they may say. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like they had to have these. Like I think Tori said on the second day, we're going to be perfect. We're going to work together. I'm thinking in my head, well, why would we be perfect other than you need friends in this house because you guys are outnumbered already, you know? So who picked who in this relationship? Sebastian, did you pick Tori? Tori, did you pick Sebastian? Like who made the first? Who, who was like, was yes. in charge here? Uh, um, let's just go back to the first episode where Sebastian's happy he's on my team because he said he's attracted to me. Can we start there? Okay. <laughs> That's well, where it started. You want me to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can go. And Spill I'd it. love Spill to it. hear the side of the story. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be like, I only watched a few seasons of the challenge, right? And my sister is a big fan of the show back in the day. And she was like, Sebastian, you got to watch my favorite player. She just got engaged on the show. I feel like you would really love her. She's really tough, really cool. And she's my favorite one on the show. So I watched it and I'm like, oh my God, that's awesome. Little I know it's Tori. Three years later, I get asked to be on the show and I start, you know, binge watching as much as I can. And um, sure enough, I see her right off the bat and I said, holy shit, she's hot. Like this girl is hot. Like Thank she's you. adorable. On jet ski, come on. Badass. So immediately I was attracted. Thank you. So it was me probably. I probably made the first move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tori, you're blushing over there. Any any comments? You know, I'm just words? thinking like it was an interesting road for me. I really <laughs> did not have any interest in talking or connecting with anybody because I'm tired of that storyline for myself. As much as yeah. others are tired of it, I of am also tired of it. So just know that. <laughs> and I said that so much to Sebastian, but yes, he was day. very persistent. And it did get to a point in the game where it was very nice to have somebody who was friendly and, and very caring and nice. So it just kind of naturally grew in that direction. Uh, but I, more than anything, it's unfortunate because I walk away from this experience just looking at it like, 
you know, as much as I did like <laughs> connecting with you, it was it was just another TV showmance for me. And I just hate I hated having I hate doing that to myself, you know, so it's just it's just kind of bittersweet in a way. And I think you're a great person. Like, I, I love of you course. as a friend and, and all of these, yeah. you know, but oh. it's just it's just, well, you know, it's an interesting environment to connect with somebody in. Totally. And I think I fall, you know, guilty to it twice because I came out of a four year relationship, five year relationship, just like you and Jordan did. And I think I, my mindset for the last year was I want to be by myself. I don't need anyone in my life. I don't need a companion like I had the last five years. I just want to focus on me and I'm going into this house and I'm going to do that. But I couldn't help it with you. I felt something like it's just weird. Like this, you see the same people every day and this hot ass keeps walking by winking at me <laughs> saying, hey, oh what am I supposed to do? Yeah, you did. said, hey, every single day. Innocent. She's over here winking and flipping that hair. She's lying. Sebastian, I know how she looks. Lying. You give me the look, like something. No, I wasn't. You better stop lying right now. Ever. Twinkle, twinkle. Yeah, I'm just adding a little poof to it. Okay, whatever. But at least you said that. That's was. Wait, was there a wink? Was did she wink at you at any point throughout the season? I don't, maybe a wink or two, you know. I'm going to play the but, tape back. Okay. Get the corner king. <laughs> no, um, it's just hard to control the way I feel, at least personally. So, uh, you know, it was awesome to have her out there. And it's just fun. It's nice. Um, we need to take a quick break, but uh, don't worry. There'll be more love and whatever this is uh, right back <laughs> after this. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right, let's go back to the game. Let's talk about uh, Fessy's strategy. Well, first of all, I just have to props to Tori for winning again Thank two you. times in a row in the individual challenge, like showing Six the reason nine. why. It's impressive. The reason why she has so many haters, because I mean, seriously, <laughs> you. you make it look easy. Um, Tori, what did you think hearing Fessy's strategy going into deliberation when he was kind of, you know, telling us, hey, you know, here are my lines. I don't really want to do this. I know what Tori's going to want to do, but I'm going to try and sway her. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't wrong. You know, I wasn't going to do Wes or Bananas. Like, Fessy may have right. not pulled up on the jet ski, but I did. And I just, <laughs> it just, I didn't have it in my heart to do that. And I already know, like, Fessy has an interesting relationship with the vets. And, like, you know, he's made it to finals and hasn't won. So I can understand exactly where that comes from. But, you know, ultimately it, it came down to, all right, if the vets are off the table and if Tyler's off the table, it literally leaves us with Sebastian and Chris. And right. Sebastian's politicking worked 
because I wasn't gonna throw him in. Like Holla that's dick. <laughs> that's fucked up. You know? It, yeah, I think Wes came up to me in the gym. He's like, Well done. As a rookie, it's pretty impressive to see you go into a full blown challenge relationship with a vet. Like Tori, you're completely protected. <laughs> I was like, actually, I guess that is true. But no. It, yeah, well, it, it just happened. It only worked on one end of the spectrum because then you ended up getting seven votes anyway. Well, that's the shitty thing is with this season is you never know. Yeah. Just damn hopper. But right. I mean, that's what makes it a little bit fun, I'd argue. And back to Bessie's point, he does make a good point. It was interesting to see him sort of, I don't want to say do, be two faced, but in a way, like on one hand, him being like, yeah, we're with the vets. And then on the side, you see him saying, like, as soon as we can, throw in West, throw in bananas because they ride. Yeah. But, but it's, he's right. Like they do. They it works manage for both to use sides, their charisma. Yeah. And then they make it to the end and then everybody's wondering how they come out, mainly how Bananas comes out on first place, you know, in first place or whatever else. Uh And so Bessie wasn't wrong uh, in that point. Now, Sebastian, what is your beef with Corey? Why? Literally no beef. Okay. So that was just like me. I loved the kid the whole time. I just didn't really have any game with him. So he was just a big guy for me to get out. Um, I know he was probably saving it for the end. And that was my thought process was, why did I go home last time? Where can I start this time? So um, I just, you know, kind of fit for me. I didn't, I kind of wanted to work with Bananas towards the end. I wanted to start moving. I was getting closer with Wes, obviously with Tori. Um, And then with Fessy, I was pretty close. So I was just hoping that, you know, maybe that would work. And unfortunately, it was not good. In hindsight, did Tori Just ever make an give enemy. you any tips or did you ever think about earlier in the game starting to forge some of these bonds with the vets? Because it seemed like you were sort of doing this last ditch effort right. thing. You know, do you did it ever cross your mind? Did you attempt to do that? Did Tori give you advice around that earlier on? Um, she'd give me bits and pieces. She kind of let me, be, you know, do my own game. She would always say, you do you, you know, whatever. But she'd. She teach me a few t- tricks of the trade um, that I just, you know, I was always listening, always watching the way that they worked. And that, like I said, that's how I learned a lot in the 30 days that I was there. Um, was but did by you watching. try talking to them earlier on? Like not, and not seriously. And- I don't think I gave it really an effort. I was just, you know, kind of doing the survivor thing. I really was just working with them because that's really what it was during teams and the early parts of yeah. the game. I know we wanted the vets out, but it, sometimes it just wasn't realistically possible. So It was pretty much Big Brother Survivor, yeah. Did you think of the risk of, because we see a moment where you start saying, Corey, it seems like all systems are just a go in your mind suddenly or like a switch flips. Uh, Maybe a couple of drinks in my bloodstream as well. That'll do it. That'll do it. I always talk when I'm drunk, so... Okay. Mad Hatter, Tori can back me up. Yeah. So that'll (laughs) do it. And then we see Tori sort of going... Oh, no, 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 no. When you start talking about Corey, did you think at all about the risk of not just being so vocal in your targets, but targeting someone who is technically a vet? So did you consider the risks that are the ramifications that might come with that? Or was drunk Seabass just thinking of clams and not really like... I don't want to put this on the rum, but I think this was the rum. I don't know. I think when I obviously drink yeah i'm gonna say some things that i wish i didn't am i thinking about the fact that everyone's three feet away from me at the same bar no um so that obviously was you know a little premature for me to be talking about like that and just launching a name out like i think i said 
his name first to you, Tori, in my brain. I think I had talked to maybe two or three people that evening before. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, it was just, you know, what big guy can I get out now? I'm drunk. Let's say something. And now it turned into a whole thing. So Yeah. I think, like I said in the beginning, you kind of relied on your politicking and by letting other people lead it. And now when you look at it, all of the people that were running the Survivor Alliance, aside from Chris, are women. So you right. are the only guy now trying to navigate how to get out of this situation to not go against the Chris. Only guy. And so that's yeah. why you're like, okay, it's my time to speak now, you know? But of course, when everybody yeah. in the alliance has already been making deals and kind of running the show. And somebody decides finally on week six, like, okay, I want to say something now, but everybody's already been comfortable running the ship. Why am I going to pass the steering wheel to you? You know, like, I don't think you were in the wrong. I think that like, you know, you, you go as far as you can go with people kind of like taking like that presidential, like power and then hiding behind it until you have to. It's just unfortunate that you lost the elimination because, you know, it's just how it worked out. Yeah. I think it was just like a quick three days after that, you know, six votes I got the uh, episode before, or, you know, and then I get it again. It was a lot of like, okay, I got to actually steer the ship here. I got to get in, in charge of the boat here and figure it out quickly. So my mind was just racing. It was nice. You know, why not use that gigantic survivor wall, whatever, and run as far as you can with it until you have to, but I should have been, you know, game planning ahead of time a little bit better. Now, you know, for next time, next time, when you see me, I'll be a little bit smarter here. (laughs) That's right. <laughs> what is going on with you? I know you were sort of up against a wall, so it, it had to, I mean, ultimately it came down to a nail-biting elimination between you and Chris, but where does your relationship stand now since you guys were ultimately in that same alliance initially and seemingly close? Um, where does your relationship stand now? Really good. Um, I think as soon as we got done, we were spending a little time in um, another part of Croatia and he went to Greece with his wife um, so he called me when we were there and we just had, you know, best friend, but what up dude? Totally normal. As soon as we get back, he came down to Florida, visited me. Uh, we took him fishing, uh, did a couple of days down here in Miami. And it just, he, he felt like my best friend again. Like I had hoped we'd have the entire time of the show, but of course you have the politicking and the anxiety that comes with the show that we don't get to really be best friends. Um, but then he came down like next week, stayed with me and we had the premiere party down here and we're going up to his place up in Charleston, um, next week actually to watch this episode. So we're really good friends. Uh, Chris or Sebastian, did you ever apologize to Chris for lying on him? Cause we definitely saw you pull a John A <laughs> and lie, uh, and say that yeah. he was the one spreading the rumor about Corey. <laughs> what was the thought process behind that? Well, Especially if you're talking about he's your best friend. Cause that didn't even seem like it needed to be done. And you just threw it in there. <laughs> a little extra razzle dazzle okay you know what it was a little razzle dazzle but here's why i wake up you know grab a cup of coffee hung over as fuck and here comes principal Corey. i felt like i had to go to talk to the principal like okay i'm gonna have to say something he did kind of approach that like a principal for sure well i was just like i know i have to i know i have to make up a lie here and let's just tell him straight up yes i'm talking shit which i don't want to why not use Chris right now? He's perfect. He's spiraling. So I just kind of said, yeah, Christ. it was fucking Chris, you know. What would have happened if you had told him the truth? Probably the, you know what? The I should have told him thing. the truth, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> same, same thing. Same thing. Um, it already came out the night before. So as long as it's in the air, it's it's going to be out there. But yeah, I said what I said. But no, I didn't talk to Chris about it uh, yet. I probably will when we watch this episode together as I hold his mm. hand and buy him about 10 margaritas. <laughs> um, 
but no, it's all good. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that we see it time and time again. Until your back is up against the wall, you're a good person. Everyone's a great person, you know? Like, everyone's, like, nice and sweet. And then the moment your back is against the wall, you pull some shit and you're like, I didn't even know I had that in me. Like, it's just... No, it's like the classic office scene where it's like, who's going to put them up? It's your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everybody's pointing pointing the guns at each other. Trying to, like, you know, shift the direction and shift the blame onto somebody else. So it's... Listen, it's part of the game. It's part of what makes it interesting for people and viewers to watch us all psychologically Mm -hmm. spiral on this show. Yeah. You know? It's, like, all over the place. It's hilarious. Yeah. But that's really how it is to a point. Yeah. I mean, after, so like this week, obviously, you knew you were probably going to get a lot of votes after the week prior. There was a funny like yeah. interview of the week prior. You're sitting there and you're like, wow, now I'm going to have to go home and figure out where these votes came from. Meanwhile, it was like half the house. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's not that much of a mystery, Sebastian. Well, but- let me see. If I take two away from, okay, only three. Yeah, that's about nine of them. So. <laughs> I know, so, no. so, I know. I thought my master plan. Yeah. So going into this week, I mean, I know you felt the, the pressure and the tension, like knowing that you had so many from last week, but like, did you, when you saw your face in the arena, you looked shocked when you saw all those votes. Did you, did you think that maybe you were, it, they were going to go another way? I mean, I knew I would have at least three or four, but I think just the shocking factor of seeing that fucking board go, Sebastian, bing, bing, yeah. bing. Every time you got one, you had a mini heart attack. So I had yeah. like six mini heart attacks. I think I was just like, yep, it's real. Yeah. And that's why I'm so, like, my facial expressions are so ridiculous. I don't even know what I'm doing with my face half the time. So I probably look a little bit more dramatic than I do. But yeah, I was shocked on there. It was, it's definitely yeah. not where you want to be. What did you think about, like, Josh voting for you? Did you, were you expecting that? <laughs> my sunny boy. Well, he says he'll always make it up to me, whatever, whatever. Um, but no, he, he's just Josh. He'll say one thing to your face. I got you. I'm not voting for you, man. But then. You see the vote. I kind of, you know, saw it coming for his game and wasn't really mad at him. He had voted for me the week before. So, you know, I was kind of expecting that one. But yeah, but we've gotten a lot closer, like living so close here in Miami. It's it's really nice to have him Mm -hmm. uh, down here as a brother. So hopefully next season he won't pull that shit. Yeah. No. And listen, we all we probably will. (laughs) I know he probably will. He'll never change. Like he always says he will. <laughs> he's trying to be diplomatic. We love Devin him. being real as shit. He probably will. We love him. He probably will. Yeah. We love Josh. I love Josh. We probably will. So for this elimination, like, you know, we see you calling out for bananas midway through. Yeah. We see you pegging these balls at these, like, God. they look like solar panels. That's what I called them in my mind. They were a little solar you panels. You know? And, and so, like, like, what was happening? Like, were you starting to get more frantic? Like, explain, walk us through, like, what your approach was in this. Well, yeah, I like couldn't get a hold of it. First of all, it's in the sand and it's like Chris was very methodical. So I was trying to get it even. You have to get that shit perfectly, you know, lined up. And I think you're trying to be calm. It's like half puzzle related, half physical, which is always a nightmare. And it's on top of that, it's raining. So you're trying to figure out how to play beer pong with a cantaloupe and it's fucking like hard to grip. Mm -hmm. Then you have to perfectly, do you want to peg it do you want to shoot it you're trying all these things out in your head and I'm just like you know how do I do this basically in my head so I'm, of course I look frantic but yeah yeah you just have to get a hold of it at least they give you 150 balls to to try and you know I, I don't think I was being helpful I'm like calm down be calm every time every time I move those fucking barrels towards no I fucking do it now <laughs> But she was, she was helping. I was listening, but yeah, I, I want the help. Like I want to communicate. Chris wasn't talking. I like when, you know, to, uh, Bananas is talking to everybody during every 
single challenge on how he thinks that they should do it correctly. <laughs> that sounds if you're accurate. on his side. So I just that wanted that second opinion. Yeah. 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 How approximately how long were you guys out there for that elimination? Ooh, I don't know, Tori. How long was that? Twenty minutes? Did it feel super 15? long? Did it 15, was it quick? 20. I think it was quicker. Oh, okay. Yeah. It wasn't that yeah. Not as long as Tyler's and, and Monty's. That yeah, was that was geez. brutal. We were sitting down and that was like four hours. I Imagine think. your ball would have got pulled for that one. How do you think you would have oh, got <laughs> me versus Tyler? Well, actually that's perfect, perfect too for that, but still that would have been yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. Tyler said it was the worst thing ever. Mm -hmm. Monty said he still has bruises from it, like from the harness. Uh, yeah. Of them having to do that. That was, was anyone cheering? Because we see, I think it was maybe Bananas made commentary for it or, or one of the girls, but um, I know that was such a switch, Bananas and then one of the girls, whatever. Somebody made a comment for, about how no one seems to really be cheering Chris on or giving him advice mm -hmm. during this elimination. Can you guys both speak to like what <laughs> that is? energy was like was really no one yeah. cheering for Chris or yeah yeah definitely. totally I think that a lot of people were cheering for Sebastian I mean except for the people who voted Sebastian in but regardless yeah. they didn't care who came back I think ultimately mm -hmm. across the board like the vet boys as well as the big brother guys they were all like this is a success no matter what because one of the survivor players is finally right home yeah, no, I think I think the same thing. Like, you know, Chris, was, that was kind of his home down there in the elimination ring. Um, and he was always getting votes and he was always just kind of used to it. So we're used to seeing Chris. And he was also spiraling the two days before, just kind of not being himself. So fortunately, I got the fan favorite vote for those couple of days. And uh, they didn't show up, but like everyone that didn't vote for me ran down in the sand, gave me a big hug. So it was really cool to see. Yeah. Everybody supporting me, but I don't know. Um, yeah, Chris was just, he was on his own at that point. Yeah, I felt bad for Chris, you know, like it me was, too. it was never personal. Like, and I don't yeah, think no. he's a bad guy. I think that he just kind of got on the outs of the people he was playing with. But like Wes said, like with Chris coming back in the house and this huge target being on his back now, it is good for a lot of other players to kind of like hide. Wes is always scheming. The fact that Wes <laughs> yeah. is like, yes, he could be one always. of my numbers. <laughs> Wes is always scheming. Yeah. Yeah. I love how he's wearing Tyler's shirt in that yeah. last clip. You see that, Tori? Yeah, the pink one. <laughs> the pink fuzzy yeah. one. Yeah. I know. I do love, love it. What did I you, love it. I love Wes. What did you think leaving the game? And um, what did you think about Chris going back in the game? Like, what did you think was going to happen? Oh, God. I was like, so, I mean, anytime you shift your, your life like that, because that's life, real life for me. Playing the game is also real life, but it's just such a switch of energy. Just, you know, I was so dead i was deflated after i sat in that car went to the hotel with the guy and i just couldn't believe it was real because i wanted it so bad every day i would walk out blow a fucking dandelion out and say i'm going to the end of this game and i would say that every day and i thought i was going to the end i thought i was playing a great game um and it was just depressing and in my opinion i think i was like chris is this is like he's asking for his time to go um basically writing his own digging his own grave so I was just like, yeah, this is his time. This is the, I'm big on signs. So is you know, Tori is too. And we always look to the universe and say, what's next? Um, and I thought it was Chris. I, I saw it. But I think that's why I was just so, so down, so sad. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved that game. I loved playing it so much. I hope I get an, another chance to do it because it was just a once in a lifetime thing, um, experience that I love to, you know, make happen as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So that was awesome. I loved it.
Didn't Wait, want so did end. you go down to the elimination with the heart-shaped rock in your park- pocket to give to you just in case you left? <laughs> just in or... case I lost. No, okay. actually, we had these giant hoodies because it's fucking cold as hell at night. And I would keep them in that thing because we'd got all the challenges in them. Um, so I went back to the tent and, and grabbed it real quick. Right before and you kept it in there the whole time for what? Good luck or um, to remember... They actually split us up for like a, a split second. We go grab water, whatever, reset the cameras, and I grab the rock then. So I, I, I wanted to give her something so she wouldn't forget about me, right? You know, a little thing. <laughs> yeah, no, a little thing. It was sweet. Thing. It was really sweet. I, I'm sad that it triggered my PTSD, but it was. I know. It had good intentions. <laughs> yes. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Wait, did he just say the L like three times, y'all? Three times. We don't have times. to blare it out, but I said it on TV, so oh we have to God. talk about it. That's what we're doing here on this he podcast, it, right? He meant it. I don't he think that, that he means it. You can't, you no, can't, girl. You, you said girl. it too. You said it too. No, I didn't say it too. Oh. No, I didn't, Sebastian. No. <laughs> no. We're all, yeah. We're not going to make this. We're not going to make this We're doing our best. We're not going to make, don't start lying on the podcast now because we yeah, that would be hands up. I'm Sebastian, you better be careful. She's gonna vote your ass in first. I know. I'm making enemies now. God damn first it. One Tori and Tori now both hate me. First one to no. go. Listen, yeah. I, it, the game definitely like from here on out. Like you were definitely a light to have in the house, especially because you know yeah. we were getting really close. And I can say from here of on course. out, the shit gets real. And yeah, the daily challenges up after this point, after you leaving, it just almost feels like the game went from being like, okay, this is cute and fun to like, okay, like it's time for war. And yeah, you know, it sucks that you weren't able to be there, but it was awesome. I wanted that battle. Yeah. It was, it was awesome having you when you, when you were there. So yeah, I'm happy you came on this season. Thanks. Me too. It was a pleasure to meet everyone. And just, yeah, having you specifically was amazing. You were like my best friend out there and I really did enjoy our time. Um, And getting close with someone really does help in that atmosphere. So not you promoting um, showmances and politicking for people. Coming yeah, what else do I have to do? To, I think I wrote the perfect script for me to be on a dating show by now, right? Two for two. There you go. There you go. Still, um, you've had more showmances but, in your career than I've had in mine. You take the cake. Uh, <laughs> in terms of percentages of showmances on shows. Uh, he's two for two. Clean that up. He's two for two. I'm two for no bad genius, but. My percentages are at 100%. And I think 100%. I'm nine for ten. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to start politicking more, Tori. No more politicking. All right, I'll start. I'll start politicking. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sebastian, thank you so much for coming on the show. We'll miss you this season. Where can we follow you on Instagram? How can we support you? If somebody wants to start politicking with you in advance, Sebastian, (laughs) or just slide into your DMs, but watch out for Tori. Uh, Where can they find you on social media? Yeah, guys, I'm on Instagram, Mermaid Man of all things. My mermaid right there, shout me out, Tori. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. If you want to reach out, please let's go uh, to the beach or something. I'm down here in my lovely Miami. Let's go to the beach. Uh, Wait, was that to Tori or was that to your followers? Because I didn't understand who that. Or I might go to the beach right now after this, actually. But Excellent. yeah, if you want to go, let's go, Tori. <laughs> No, guys, thank you so much for having me. I uh, had a blast. And I will be a, a co-triple host on one of these in the future if you guys will have me. So Thanks so much. Sebastian. One love. Thank you. One thank love. you for thank coming you. on, Sebastian. And we'll see you on more challenges, I'm sure. Absolutely, baby. I'll be back. I'm getting better. I'm getting stronger. I'm ready. All right. Bye, Sebastian. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Love this. Peace. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Well, I would like to not sit here and say that that wasn't painful, but <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that was a conversation. We just had a conversation. <laughs> a time was had. A time oh, was wow. had. Mm. I just kept looking over to your face, your face, dude. Like every now and then, you'd be like, "Whoop, whoop, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good. We really need visuals for this podcast. I am not good at hiding my facial expressions at all. I at mean, all. Yeah." Mm. Mm -hmm. They were bringing me a lot of comfort, but uh, it was nice. (laughs) It was nice to catch up with Sebastian. Obviously, I'm going to have to follow him on social media and uh, see how his life goes from here on out. Not you don't follow him. You know what? More (laughs) just gets revealed in this episode. (laughs) I do follow him. I do follow him. I do. I do. Um, But speaking about social media, Mm -hmm. Devin, where can we follow you? Uh, You can follow me recovering from this interview. Uh, (laughs) You can go to my website. It's DevinSimone.com. That's seven with a Y, Simone with an I.com. And scroll to the bottom. You will see the links to my socials. If you want to be matched, because I am a matchmaker. Yes, it's a real thing. And it is cuffing season, guys. Click on the matchmaking tag on my website. You can also go to Instagram. I'm most active there. And I have so much stuff to post from the honeymoon, almost getting eaten by lions, a lot of cool stuff. I usually post to my story. So follow me on IG. That's Devin with a Y, Simone with an I. And what about you, Tori? Where can they find you on socials? Yeah, you guys can find me at Tori underscore deal. And also I mentioned my kids book in this episode, which I'm really proud of. You guys can find that on my Instagram page if you click the link in my bio. It's called The Search for Syrup. So check it out if you have a kid or a friend or somebody that you want to give it to. Check it out because it's where my passion and my heart lies. I'm but so proud of you. Round of applause. You. That is so cool and such a, a big like undertaking. That's really awesome. Thank Cheers you. I appreciate you. it. Yeah. I, I'm putting my heart and soul into the books now and not men. So just know that any guy out there that I turn away, it's not personal. I'm just busy making books. Okay. But did Sebastian get an autographed copy? He, I'm sure he has one. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. No, I'm probably just does. kidding. No, Sebastian's a sweetheart, really. Sending all love to him for coming on here and being so honest, open, and real. Mm-hmm. He's we appreciate authentically that. himself. He, he really is. Um, but more importantly than any of that, if you liked this episode and you want to review it by saying something nice, because we all deserve a nice we word, appreciate it. Nice. <laughs> please say something nice on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and tell a friend. Tell all of your friends. And then after you tell your friends, catch all new episodes of The Challenge USA airing on CBS. And we'll see you back here right after for a brand new episode of MTV's official Challenge podcast. Happy as a clam. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 